Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? De Niro B here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today I'm here with Robert Danger Workman. Robert writes from a consistent, successful track record in sales spanning four decades, and he is the author of the best-selling book, Hired Gone, You're Number One and Somebody Hates It. He has published numerous sales trainings and human development programs and speaks to thousands of sales reps globally. Hired Gun has been revered by top sales trainers as a must-read for salespeople, and Robert races his Ferrari in cross-country road rallies, has lived with wolves and mountain lions as pets, and resides in a warehouse he converted in downtown Dallas. Such an interesting guy, so let's get right into it. All right, Robert, welcome to the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? Very well. Rather suddenly. <laughs> I'm doing very yeah. well right now. now. I've been looking forward awesome. to this since we booked it. I really have because that's what I'm all about. If, I'm, if I talk about selling, I talk about selling to the boss. My next book exactly. is titled Becoming the Boss. So I love to work with bosses. A hundred percent. And here we are today. And we're going to talk about exactly that, how you can turn your business into a cash machine by simply learning one important skills. One important skill that a lot of people feel like they don't want to learn. They want to outsource it, which is selling. Now, before we get into it, I want to ask you what you were doing before becoming an entrepreneur, before becoming an author. I think I have a bit of a unique story. I'll try to compress it. I've come full circle in my life. I started out writing screenplays that were crime fiction. Got degrees, master's degree in screenwriting. Couldn't get hired anywhere <laughs> to do any kind of production. My very first job, paid professional job as a writer, was writing sales training materials for a guy starting a new company as an entrepreneur to produce modular concept sales training material so you could pick up how to set appointments and run with it or closing and run with it or prospecting and run with it. So I learned, I, I started writing this stuff because I was paid to. I didn't know anything about it. They gave me all the research. They gave me this much research and said, now write it into uh, eight pages. So I did that. And after about six or seven of those learning modules, I, I went into the boss and I just said, hey, Joe, um, this kind of looks like fun. Do you think I could give it a try? He almost fell out of his chair. He said, you, he felt, he sat back like this. He went, you, a writer, want to go into sales? And the next day I had a de an office, a desk, a secretary, a phone, and a prospect list. And I just started making phone calls and, and trying to sell something. And I, I knew the product innately because I was creating it. And I, I went through an intensive five years of sales training. That was our business with sales and sales management training. 
And I went through five years of just intensive mentorship and I couldn't wait to get out into the field. And I want to do something. I want to sell something. My first sales job, it was just like going from high school to major league baseball. And I just made it and made tons of money. I fell in love with the career. So I stayed a career professional salesperson, even through all the trials and tribulations and ups and downs of being successful and getting fired for making too much money and, and so forth. So I started writing my books. I wrote Hired Gun, and it was a it was a an epiphany book that was unique because I said, "You are extremely valuable as a top tier sales rep because you're a, a hired gun. They need you. They they need you to bring in the revenue to pay everybody, and they'll pay you anything they can get." But after about three or four or five years, when the company has sustained its account account level and and revenue level on the accounts you brought in. They don't really need you anymore. And you know what? Even though you're highly desirable, you're expendable. And don't think you're not expendable because you're golden because you're such a great sales guy for the company. You're probably on the, the most precarious person. So I, I, I advise people to wake up to that. My second book, Selling uh, the Most Dangerous Game, goes into detail about, okay, I have a chapter called Mired Gun, and it's 13 telltales. You can see that things are changing and you want to make it evaluate where they're going to stay or leave as a sales rep. And I've gone all the way around from those books. Now I'm writing a crime novel again. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. What a story. What a story. So you basically started your first sales job by accident, we could say something that Pretty you much. didn't plan. And let me ask you, I wanted to know because there's a lot of people, including, uh, no, sorry. There's a lot of people that when they hear the word sales, they, they get scared, but I am mm -hmm. more like you. When I hear about sales, I think it's a challenge. It's an opportunity to make a lot of money. So can I ask you, what made you decide to drop everything that you were doing before and start your new sales job from scratch with little experience? Money. I needed money. We had moved to Dallas from Austin. I got my degrees and my wife had gotten her degrees. We moved up here on spec. And I was going to, you know, was, I knew it was going to be the third coast for TV and radio production. I knew I could get production jobs and writing jobs and all kinds of stuff. And there was just nothing here yet. I was 20 years ahead of my time. The third coast of TV and film production in Dallas had not gotten here yet for 20 years. So there I am waiting. We, we survived because my wife got hired as a Playboy bunny for the new Playboy club in town. And, uh, I got hired as a writer. I saw a giant an ad with a giant headline, writer needed. And I went, oh my God, you never see that. And I was there. I had stacks of stuff I'd written that big, got hired. And it was, yeah, it was purely, I got hired to write. So I was happy. I was being a professional writer, but the content of what I was writing totally took my life in a different direction. And I'm really happy about it. I've had a, a wild, I had one long wild ride and it's been fun. It's been up and down, but I wouldn't have traded it for anything. A hundred percent. It makes me, it makes me think my wife uh, got, got a degree in Miami for broadcast communication, tried to get mm -hmm. a job in television for the longest time, could not get it. And then she landed back in Toronto where we're from and she got a sales job. That's where we met. And within six months she was making six figures Yeah, and like, she had no idea how to sell before. It's just, it just clicked on the spot. All of a sudden, she started as a rookie, and in December and in May of the year after, like six months, she was literally bringing in six figures at 24, 25 years old. And tell me what other job gives you the opportunity to make your own luck 
like sales does. There's nothing. There's nothing, Robert. <laughs> no, that, and that's, that's why so many entrepreneurs come out of a sales background. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because honestly, let's let's be honest. Ideas or you know anybody can have an idea. Anybody can have an idea about a product. There's a pain in the market. Let me create a product. There is you know something I don't like. Let me create a product. Now who's gonna sell it though? That's the mm -hmm. big problem. If you don't have the, the the hustle mentality and and the ability to keep on you know persisting after no after no after no, you you're not going to be able to make it. So let me ask you. Uh, right now you've been in sales. For how many years, Robert? I've had a 40-year career in sales as a no, professional awesome. career sales guy. And that means, you know, I've gone from company to company, industry to industry. Didn't matter what the industry was. Didn't matter what the company was. If I did it, I was a successful sales rep because everything I learned about how to sales sell was uh, multipliable. It was transferable. And I could transfer those skills. I transferred those same skills from outside sales to inside sales. I'm telling you, your, your, your wife was so successful because she didn't know anything better than to be a salesperson. You know, she yeah. didn't know she couldn't be successful. She didn't know she, that it might be tough and clients might say something that wasn't true from time to time to avoid buying. You know, <laughs> uh, she doesn't know that. She just went out and sold. And that's, that is the most successful sales rep you can hire. Somebody who doesn't know any better than to go out and do the job and sell and bring home the revenue. You know, give me 10 of those. Matter of fact, I did that once. I, had, I was hired... To, I was put in charge of a, hiring a whole new division at our company. I was just a super successful sales rep and they kept coercing me to go into sales management. I kept telling them no. So they made this great deal and I took it. I had to create a sales team of 10 reps. I hired nine females and one male. And he was my, I called him my token male. And, and he was horrible. He was the worst one. They, we blew every, we had 28 branches in our company and that little sales team of nine women and one lousy guy just doubled sales of the best division next to us out of 27 others. You know, they just blew it away. And I just had a, a knack for saying, I don't even need to interview you. I want you, you know? <laughs> I mean, if I go up to 100%. the plate, I, yeah, if I see a guy hitting 500 foot home runs consistently off of every pitch they throw at him, I want that guy. And I don't have to interview him, <laughs> you know? 100%. 100%. Robert, I want to talk about uh, really what it takes to become a good salesperson. And I know that this could be a conversation that could last days, right? But if we got to, you know, kind of compress it in two or three key points that you've seen consistently showing up rep after rep, year after year, industry after industry, what would those two to three key points be in your opinion? Well, I'll give you the big one, the big one, the big O-N-E, and that is a strong sense of strong self-image, self-reliance, uh, confidence, commitment, desire, determination. You have to know who you are as a human being, not as a salesman. That's just one role you play as a human being. That's one. High-speed people have like 300 roles that they enter into. I'm a, I'm a parent now. I'm a, I'm a mate now. Uh, I produce an income now. I do a job for my company now. I'm a salesman now. But who am I? Who? What's your? I used. To, I, I was on a panel once, and they were going down skills to be a successful salesperson, and they were doing this skill and that skill and closing techniques and persuasion and listening and stuff. And they came to me. And I said, first thing I'm going to tell you is all those things they just said are irrelevant, because if you do not have a strong self belief, if you don't believe that you 
deserve to be there in front of the boss, pitching the boss and, and believe that he has every reason he should buy from you because you are confident in who you are as a human being and you know what your limitations are and you know what you're capable of and you're there because you got yourself there. If you don't feel that way, none of those skills make any difference at all. You're not going to be any good at any of them. Because if you only have, on a scale of zero to 10, if, if 10 human being is just a, a great person who listens, who is warm-hearted, who is con- voluntary, who's forthcoming, uh, who works hard, uh, puts 100% into what they do, that's a 10, okay? Uh, a zero or a one, they ought to end it all, okay? So on that scale, if you got somebody who's working for you who's a five or a six, they put 50 or 60% of who they are into what they do because that's all they can see themselves doing. That's as high as their visibility is to themselves of their identity. That's who I see myself as. I'm not one of those cocky tens. I don't want to be that guy. I'm, I'm above average, but you know, I'm just above average. Okay. Do you know 60% of our population is that way? Mm-hmm. And, and they're not bad people. They, they're good people. They come in, they do their job, they go home. They just don't want to make waves. They don't want to make trouble. And they're good people to hire, but they're not people I want in my sales team. I want the nines and tens who have the self-confidence that I'm going to go out and I'm going to knock down doors and I'm going to sell 7-Eleven corporate. You can't get in there. It's impossible. Watch me. That's the person I want. You know, and that's a strong self-image. And without that ability to put 100% as a 10, as a human being, to put 100% into who you are, of who you are into what you do, you're going to put... 50% or 60% or 70%, whatever level you see yourself at, that's as much of all those skills as you see yourself being able to use. But if you're a 10, if you believe, I don't know everything, but I want to learn everything and I'll put everything I've got into learning everything. Yeah, you'll be putting 100% of who you are into those skills and you'll do manifold better than all those other people. Anyway. And, and you've got to write it down, write it every day, write your identity, start your day by writing one or two sentences. I am, I am a high performance sales rep. I do this, I do this, I do this. And I'm this kind of person. Okay. I close it, whatever. And it gets your day off. You know who you are and you've got your whole day ahead of you. hundred percent. I heard once someone said that uh, we rise to the level of our self image. And that's exactly what you're saying right now. And you, I, my, my follow-up question to what you were saying was how can salespeople or business owners can, you know, implement this technique? But then you told me, so writing it down is the first step. So writing down who you want to be or who you really believe inside that you are, it's the first step. Do you have any other tips? Uh, I wouldn't say tricks because I don't like that word, but any other <laughs> tip <laughs> that any yes. other tip that, you know, you can use to consistently get better results. And of course, uh, provided that you got to work hard and hit the phones as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it, there's, there's nothing that happens without hard work. The other side of that coin is activity does not deliver results, does not guarantee yes. results. So yeah, you can make a thousand calls. Doesn't mean you're going to sell anything, but you've got to make a thousand calls if you're going to sell anything. So, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, there are two things. I'll go from the sublime to the ridiculous. The sublime being, yes, you need to know innately, without doubt, at at the worst possible time in your life, you know who you can reach down and find who is coming out to be there for you. It's you, you know, and you need to know who that is um, and feel secure that you do know who that is. Then nothing, nothing can phase you. I lost everything I owned. And it was a lot, believe me. Ferraris, Mercedes, big mansion and ranch, cattle and horses. And within about five years, I had it all back. 
I had, I had another Ferrari, I had a big house, you know, it, it, because I knew I could. It hit me hard. Yeah, I took a knockout punch from George Foreman, but I got in the next fight and came on back. And, and you, you've got that resilience if you have that confidence in yourself. And one of the things uh, we could do is I, I'll email you a list that I provide when I do a seminar on this. It's like a half day workshop. And I have them right in the workshop. I say, now we're going to take 30 minutes, write whatever you want. I'm putting on some Vivaldi and I just walk away. And they write their identity. Well, I give them help because it's kind of hard to sit down and do something you've never done or even thought about doing in your life. But it is the most valuable thing you'll ever do in your life. So I provide uh, like four or five pages of 135 positive words to choose from. And they're in columns. I am currently. I wish to become. And you go down and check off what you see that, yeah, I'm, I'm currently that. I'm, I'm currently that. Now, I'd wish to become oh, that one. Yeah, I'd like to be more that one or more persuade or whatever. And then you've got a guideline for, okay, here's who I am. Here's who I want to be. And that's how I devised our to-do lists in our company. I changed them because everyone has a to-do list, but nobody knows who they are. So let's change that. Let's just say today I am going to be, and then that person yes. is going to do these things. So we had about five lines at the top of every page for every day. And you started your day, you wrote your identity. And then you wrote down your list of things to do. And oh my God, you until you do it, you can't understand the impact it has on your life as a, as a whole, because you put more into everything, not just your job, not just selling, but your wife and your kids and your home and your car and the food you eat. And it all goes up in value because your personal value increases. So I'm so big on that. And I will send you that, I will email you that, uh, that list that you can offer to your audience free. And I've got an infographic 100%. I'll send to you too. It's, it's called selling to the boss. It's how to sell to the boss in one big, long infographic. I will send you those two that you can give to your, your audience. A hundred percent. That'd be awesome. We're putting all this great information in the show notes so that our uh, listeners can just go to Yay. the website and download it from there, straight from there. I wanted to know more about uh, your books. So you wrote two sales books and then, mm -hmm. uh, okay, two sales <laughs> books and then you're coming out with something different now. Well, I have two sales books. Uh, the, the current one is, is that one, Selling yeah. the Most Dangerous Game. And that's where I take the first book and really extrapolate on, okay, we, we, we know this now. Now here's how to really deal with it. Like this, the, the chapter after Mired Gun is titled Fired Gun. This was at the suggestion <laughs> of friends of mine. I didn't come up with those titles. Friends of mine did. And I thought, actually, that's really good. Fired Gun that's is all about, all about, so you got fired. Now, number one, don't worry about it. Everybody gets fired. You know, and, and I go into Lee Iacocca got fired twice. He rescued Chrysler twice from bankruptcy. They fired him. He rescued Ford from bankruptcy. They fired him. You know, everybody. I went through Steve Jobs got fired. They hired him back. Everybody gets fired. So don't feel bad. Now, here's what to do. Step by step by step by step by step to make it in your favor as opposed to a detriment. And, and it, so I, I go into that because who else writes that stuff? I've experienced it. I may as well. I can help people with it. And, and the guys that I've told that to and mentored through come back to me and say, yeah, I threw a party the night I got fired. You wouldn't believe it. I had two voicemail messages for job offers on the next day. You know, it just <laughs> it's so rewarding to get that back. So that's yeah. what's in, in my book. But uh, yeah, I wrote those two. And the next one coming out, my third one, this is my trilogy, the, the Hired Gun trilogy. Hired Gun, be selling the most dangerous game. And the next one is Becoming the Boss. 
And it's yeah. it's designed it's designed for salespeople who want to aspire to be entrepreneurs and have their own business. And it's how to sell the boss, how how to sell to the boss, how to meet the boss, how to sell to the boss, how to learn from the boss, how to work with the boss, how to become the boss, and then how to be the boss. So it's a whole lesson in sales morphing into now you got your own deal. That's super cool. And, and that's actually what I wanted to talk about right now, because a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast this moment, they have a business and some of them are decent at sales. Some of them have been scared about, you know, really uh, diving in and doing the job themselves and they want to hire someone. But regardless, when you scale a business, you do need to start hiring mm -hmm. some people. So can I ask you, Robert, when do you think is the right time for you to hand the baton over to a sales executive? or to someone else to take on the sales role in the company? Uh, should you do it before you learn how to sell your product? Should you wait until you're good already at selling your product yourself and training your team? What do you think? Well, you know, in my book, as a matter of fact, there's a, about a half chapter. There's a section in my book that deals exactly with that, um, exactly with that subject. The guy, I, I just took a, a long email that I got from a, a guy that I consider the best software development sales rep I've ever known. And I've known scores of them. And this guy, if I had new, a new software development company and I needed a sales rep to be a rainmaker, Bam, I would be on the phone. I'd be at his house trying to sign him up like a, like a football recruit or something. Um, he wrote me a letter on email. He said, never work for an engineer. They, all their friends tell them that the engineering product they came up with is the greatest things in sliced bread and it'll sell itself. And they believe it and they never sold anything. They think salespeople are like subhuman and they're so proud of their product that they want to go on the sales calls with you and never take an engineer on a sales call with you because they can't sell and they can't answer questions. And then it's embarrassing. And you're sitting there trying to dig out of that hole. He said, it's hard. Just don't work for an engineer. But if I'm an engineer, and I got a software development company. The first day one, I want an experienced, successful software development sales rep because that person will come in and learn what we've got. I don't have to train them if they're good. A lot of good sales reps come in and say, give me the rate sheet, give me the product data, and I'll go sell it. And, you know, that's a hired gun. That's a top. You won't find many of those. But boy, when you get one walk in, don't blow it with them. Hire them, bring them, come on on in. Sign me, let me sign you up because they will make it happen. That's that entrepreneurial spirit that's trying to get out and build their own thing, you know? Um, yeah. So I would do it like day one, get the best salesperson you can and kind of almost partner with them. And what I emphasize is you can see my fists, please, please, please don't do the hired gun syndrome to them. And here's what I mean by that. I titled it hired my first book, Hired Gun, because I noticed after I'd been number one in sales, like three different occasions in companies for three or four or five years and gotten whacked out of nowhere all of a sudden. I thought, why does this keep happening to me? I mean, I'm good. I, I'm doing a great job and I'm getting fired. What? Well, anyway, I discovered I went to, to bookstores looking for a book to help me. I called people and nobody could talk to me about it. Nobody had written anything about it. And I decided, well, I talked to my mentor's wife and she said, well, I guess you need to write it, Bob. So I did. And here's my analogy. Here's what I'm saying to bosses not to do. 
You got a brand new company. What do you need? Revenue. More than anything, you need revenue. Okay. You're going to get the best hired gun you can because you're like the little town in the old West that has no law and order and the outlaws and the cowboys come in every night and shoot it up and you'll do anything to settle it down. So you get the fastest gun you can look at any Western movie you've ever seen. And this is the plot. You get the fastest gun you can. They come into town, they do the job, they clean it up, they shoot the outlaws, they make it peaceful. The first person they run out of town, the hired gun. Because yeah. he's too expensive, he's too cocky, he's too arrogant, and he makes too much money, and he's too powerful. They fear him most of all, so whoosh, that's the first person gone. Thanks for doing your job. Thanks for getting me a secure company, and sayonara. I hired three guys who can do it for one-third the wage each, and uh, I don't need you anymore. I can't afford you anymore. I want to sell my company, so I need to make the bottom line as big as possible. So I'm going to take off all my top producing sales staff and replace them with people who work for 25% as much. And I've just contributed 75% commissions all across the board to my bottom line. Don't do that. It's good business. It's horrible business. So <laughs> Makes sense. Robert, that's actually a very interesting point that you were saying to hire someone right away. I know some people would say that they, they first want to try and sell themselves the, the product themselves. Now, it depends. If you're really bootstrapping, I do believe that there's a time and a place when you can try and, and, and at least understand the selling points of your products. But like you said, if, if you can hire someone that can do the job right the first time and bring revenue into the business, it's a no-brainer. It makes total, total sense. So Robert, I know for a fact that my listeners will want to know more about you, your books, and uh, your work. So where can people find you online? Uh, just simply hiredgun, H-I-R-E-D-G-U-N dot U-S. I used to have hiredgun.com for years and my webmaster retired, didn't tell me, and it didn't get renewed. got cyber squad. Oh, so no. <laughs> it still doesn't exist anywhere, but I got hiredgun.us. We got videos on there and, and my weekly blog. They should sign up for my weekly blog. It's titled Gonzo Selling because it's not what you learn in school. You know, that's what I say. This, this stuff they don't teach in school. So, uh, so if they go to the website, a little thing pops up and they can just put their email address in and I don't do anything with anybody's email address. If you sign up, the only thing that if you ever, ever affected by giving me your email address is you get my blog. You don't get anything else from anybody. I don't do anything. It resides here, stays here. It's like Vegas. Everything is on my blog. Stays <laughs> Whatever here. happens in your blog stays in your blog. That's right. <laughs> can I make one more analogy on your, your question though? It's occurred to me. hundred percent. Imagine this CEOs watching this. Imagine this. You're thinking about, you're debating, how soon do I need to bring on a new salesperson? Maybe I should get out and try to sell it myself. Have you ever been successful in sales yourself? No. Now you're going to base the success of your future of your company on whether you can sell your product. Let me make you an analogy. I developed the coolest baseball bat in the world. It is an awesome baseball bat. Now, I've developed the bat, but I am not a major league baseball batter am i going to stand in the batter's box to sell major league baseball and using my bat with my swing or am i going to get a major league hitter to use my bat and go swing and prove how good it is because he has the skill set to do that job if you're an engineer and you think you're going to go sell your own product because you believe in it so much that's that belief is is vital but it doesn't mean you're going to sell it you don't know how to sell. And then if you fail, then you think your product's crummy and your, your whole business starts going downhill in your brain. Matter of fact, when we brought out our training programs, 
I, Joe said, let's go see a, what these sell like. I went, okay. So I went on a few, he just made some appointments and went to companies and started. And he went, his whole approach was, I'm trying to figure out why somebody won't buy this from me. Could I show you this? Because I, I, I just, I, I don't understand why people won't buy it. And cut, he had the people helping him sell them. <laughs> right out of the chute. <laughs> Jeez. But he was a salesman. He was a successful salesman. He knew how to do the deal, and his own company just took off. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Hiregun.us. (laughs) Yeah, awesome, Robert. You drop so much value, and you know we there's never enough uh, content about sales. I mean, like online, you read about blogs and stuff and books, but the thing is, you want to hear professionals talk about it because it's again. One of those things that when you build a business, everybody talks about uh, product, uh, they talk about uh, customer service, Mm -hmm. but then they kind of lack the sales skills and and the sales team uh, and uh, and the business sometimes doesn't grow like it, uh, it, it should, right? So again, thanks a lot for being on the show. I'm looking forward to having you back in the future, Robert, and enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah, I would love to, because there's a lot we can talk about you know we can just frame each one differently but i'd be happy to come back i really enjoyed talking to you denaro and i look forward to hearing our uh, podcast awesome talk to you soon robert bye All right. thank you mister and this is it for today ceos thanks for staying with us until the end can i ask you a big favor can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section. And to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again. And I will talk to you again soon.